Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Celtics tonight presented by Lexus continues from the Garden. Celtics and the Detroit Pistons. Final game of the homestand and final game of this long run here at home. Our conversation with the head coach brought to you as always by Harvard Pilgrim Healthcare, making healthcare work better even in the Celtics locker room as we speak. Uh, What differentiates... Here's where I'm starting. What differentiates a dominant Rondo game, like we see from time to time, from uh, a one that is not so much? What's the single biggest characteristic? What changes? Well, I think pace is one, obviously. Uh, when he's in the open court, he's attacking. You know, uh, we can play in a half-court game and Rondo attacks, and he can still be very effective. Uh, so that that would be the, the number one thing. And then the, the defense not allowing the defense to set, uh, because when they set, they're giving them so much room. It's tough for him to be effective uh, in a lot of ways. So that would be it for me. And then I think our defense is, is as important uh, for Rondo as probably any player on our team. If we can get multiple stops uh, and get him out on the break, uh, we're effective. If we're fouling, uh, turning the ball over, and they're making shots, and now it's a half-court game, I think it really affects Rondo. And speaking of, and we're going to talk more about the defense in a second uh, on a couple of levels, but obviously that always begins with Kevin Garnett, who's leading you in, in minutes played. But that doesn't necessarily mean he has played too many, right? That's more that other guys haven't played enough. Yeah, and that's misleading, too, because yeah. he's not missed games. So uh, if you were trying not to mislead the, the uh, listener. I don't do that. Whatever would, the numbers do, I, you I would try to. say uh, He's not leading the team in minutes averaged per game. Would you not say, however, that Kevin Garnett being the only player in your team that has not missed a game is something of an eye-opening, uh, happy number that you wouldn't necessarily expect? I don't know if it's happy, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, but I do think it's a great number for him. Uh, I think it's, it, first of all, it's important for him to play. And that's because of pride. Uh, he likes playing, and he he's a creature of habit. And when he doesn't play, it usually means he's going to struggle for a couple games when he gets back because he's out of his habit. And he annoys everybody else when he's not playing, too. He certainly does. All right, uh, without Brandon, obviously we knew Juwan was going to play big minutes. I don't think anyone expected him to play 30-plus on Sunday. And you've talked about him pushing for time. Where is he most ready to play right now, and where is he not? Well, he's most ready to play in transition. He's most ready to play in any game where we can free him up for pick and pops. It was intentional, obviously, when he first came on the floor. We, We we, we freed him up and got him two quick jump shots, which I thought helped his confidence. Uh, so those games are great for him. Uh, where he still struggles, obviously, is the post game. You can see Boozer right away uh, went at him. But I was so happy for him because I thought as the game went on, uh, he had to make his own game adjustment, uh, meaning that he knows our rules. He knows you have to do that. But he also had to do something to not allow Boozer to just post him up and I thought he did a great job of denying him and making him uh, catch it further out of the way from the basket. Having been with Lawrence here last year, you must be able to, in a, in a way that we can't really possibly understand, see in the Pistons what he wants to do. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, there's no doubt. And uh, you could see it coming. I mean, early on, 
Uh, you know, they were struggling, and now there, there's no doubt that you can see it. it it's starting to come. Uh, they're playing together. Their ball, the ball is moving. It's going from side to side. Defensively, they are improved. Uh, so you can see the remnants of Lawrence starting to wear off on this team. There's a great irony that you've lost Tibbs and Lawrence the last two years who were ostensibly your defensive coordinators, and you are still number one team defensively. And I would normally point out scoring defense, field goal percentage defense, three-point field goal percentage defense, but the only number, I think, around the league that anyone needs to know is that you're the last team to stop Jeremy Lin. Yeah, I guess. That's true. <laughs> that's the only number that counts anymore uh, is everything according to Lin. Have you seen – I mean, we've never seen anything like this. No, I haven't. Uh, you know, not that I can remember. Um, you know, it's a great story. It, it really is. I, I'm, I'm really happy for the kids. You know, I, I look at that as on a personal note. I have a young, uh, older son, Jeremiah, who, you know, went to Europe, and, you know, his dream is to make it to the league. And I think for guys like him, I think it gives them the dream. And it might change the way people look at some of those players. Uh, real quick before we finish, this is one of my favorite stats, and this is the only time I really ever get to bring it up. Tonight is the sixth anniversary of Paul's 50-point game. Uh, against Cleveland, and the significance of it is that in the regular season, you have not had a single player score 40 points in a game in the six years since. It has been 400-some-odd games. It is nearing an NBA record. And of all the little numbers that speak to the team emphasis here, that's my favorite. That's a great one. I didn't know that, actually. That's uh, why I'm here. Yeah, thanks because for now the, you can go and do for your the honest knowledge now, on this one now, instead of the misleading stat. Well, now you can go to everybody else and pretend, <laughs> and you go, someone told me before that uh, whatever, and then you can steal the, all the credit for Because I won't say Grandy, that's God for knows. sure. Uh, you know, that's great. Uh, and, I, again, obviously, I'm all for a guy having a 40 or 50-point yeah. game, <laughs> and they, they can have one tonight. But it does mean that guys are sharing the ball, and, and that's always a good sign. Do you ever have one? No. Come on. Did we get close? I think I had 37. That's close. That's close enough, yeah. Against Boston, actually. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. Danny was guarding me. Yeah, well, there was no defense player. Yeah, exactly. Back in <laughs> that's the head coach. It's the Celtics and Pistons next on the WEI Celtics Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.